This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team see you later so there you go brady house from fredericksburg he jeremy de la rosa the top two prospects uh they've got uh, a couple of interesting pitching prospects in fredericksburg right now though if you guys want to make that trip so i mentioned jackson rutledge i've said for a while i kind of view him as a future reliever the team's hoping he ends up being a front of the rotation type starter that's why you draft a guy in the first round he's huge he throws really hard but it's mostly been two pitches and uh, he hasn't been completely healthy obviously but one interesting name if you go back so he was the first round pick in 2019 kate cavalli was the first round pick in 2020 Brady House, who we just had on, was the first-round pick in 2021. If you go back the year before Rutledge, Mason Denneberg, a name that maybe you've, you've forgotten because he hasn't thrown since 19, the, the 2020 COVID shutdown year, he had Tommy John surgery. He just got to Fredericksburg yesterday on the active roster. And I believe we're taping on Wednesday. If memory serves what I was told, it's the top of the head. He's supposed to pitch tonight. So if you're listening to this, check the box score. Or if this is on Thursday or whatever, Friday when you're listening, you can look him up, but it is his first time pitching in a game in a couple years. Former first-round pick. One of the Nats guys I was talking to said they recently saw him as high as 96 on the gun. So the stuff's really good, but he is, you know, if he could have a really strong season, let's say, the rest of the way, he was a former first-rounder for a reason, like that would be a name perhaps that would be intriguing for the future that a lot of people outside of the organization have started to give up on just because it's been so long since we've seen him. Yeah, it's one of those things we underrate, I think, how screwy one of the repercussions of this of the dumb pandemic and, and all the kind of fallout was slow development for a lot of prospects, for a lot of guys, right? So for anybody in that 2018, 19, 20, 21 range, as you were coming up through the rankings, you either got put on hold, you didn't get the experience, you didn't get the innings, you didn't you know get the at-bats. And so some guys were able to kind of fly through that, and it doesn't really matter. For others, it really slowed progress for something that's not linear uh, for a lot of those dudes. I think we underrate that. So I completely... I mean, if you if you sit on the spot right now, who is their 2018 first round draft pick? I don't think I could have pulled it. I don't think I, I even remembered that Mason Denenberg was a thing. 
So that is good. I'm, I'm glad that he's, you know, I don't want to say on track, but at least, you know, starting to get himself back on the radar. Yeah, and the hope is, you know, and it's that's a long recovery. That's a long road, and we'll yeah. see what becomes. Because he just hasn't been able to, to stay on the field, stay healthy. But, uh, but the hope is maybe you can, you know, catch lightning in a bottle there. I mean, he went from being basically one of their top prospects to right now, according to MLB Pipeline, being 29th in their system, which is indicative of, first and foremost— how well they've done over the last year at adding talent, obviously, trades and otherwise. But then also just what the last couple of years have been for him. But he was the 27th pick in 2018. He's 6'4 and about 200 pounds. He's got a really good fastball. I mentioned recently clocked at 96. Uh, curveball's above average. Throws a changeup uh, as a three-pitch guy. But uh, just something to keep an eye on, just something to keep track of as we move forward here. But we have not seen him throw since he was at the rookie level, uh, making four starts back in 2019, three years ago. So just a note there that I picked up while at the ballpark for the podcast. All right, that out of the way. Real quick on Josiah Gray. I felt bad for JoJo. You know he wanted so badly to have a great outing against the Dodgers. I didn't get to watch it. You did, Danny. I was in Fredericksburg, as we've been talking about last night, watching Strauss. But I obviously saw the line, saw that he threw 80 pitches in three innings. This, to me, is a tell as to kind of where you are as a staff. You saw Yo and Adone get worn out. You saw Josiah Gray now have problems. This is the best lineup you'll face. It's not only complete professional hitters one after another, but it's some of the biggest, best stars and bats in the game all in one lineup. And I don't think there's a better lineup in terms of grinding your butt down, like just wearing you out. Good pitch, I'll foul it off. Good pitch, I'll foul it off. Good pitch, I'll take it for a ball. Now you make one mistake and I'm going to barrel it. This lineup, it reminds me of the Nats, not just when they won the World Series, but the couple years before that even more so, where they would chase starters in the fifth inning, the fourth inning, all the time because everyone would see six, seven, eight pitches. Daniel Murphy and Trey Turner. and You know, you go through that lineup, Ryan Zimmerman. You, there's no break. Like, everybody sees it well. Everyone has a batter's eye and discipline. And you've seen it with these young pitchers like Adone and now Josiah Gray. This is a real test to try to face this Dodgers lineup. Not even from a standpoint of getting hit hard and beat and giving up runs, but I mean just that how much they make you work for the things you do right. I think that's well said. You also compound that with that's the team that traded you. Now, Trey Turner didn't trade him or Mookie Betts didn't trade him, but still, the desire to want to do well. I mean, again, this is just a, a fraction of this, but uh, I remember the schools that I was also recruited to play that, that that sort of fell off and weren't really as interested as where I ended up going at GW. I wanted to shove it so bad on some of those places. And, you know, you grip the sawdust out of the bat. You try that much harder. You could see that. That's what it looked like to me anyway. What Gray was doing last night, trying to be perfect, trying to overthrow. You got to stay within yourself. And a team that's that good offensively, as you, as you kind of correctly alluded to, they will punish you. I mean, listen. Mookie Betts said, I think it was actually not off Gray. It was the second homer of the day. He hit an ankle-high slider not on the, the outer third. the first one, the second one. Yeah, the second one. Mm-hmm. This was because Mookie had two. Um, on a slider that is, by any definition, not a good pitch to hit. He hammered it over the wall in left field. A slider down and away, ankle-high. What are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, that guy's better than your guy. And, and that's true. He's better than pretty much everybody's guy. He's an MVP candidate when he's right. So... It's one of those rough lessons that, again, this this game always will find ways to humble you, will always find ways to to let you know that you haven't yet arrived, nothing is solved, you're always developing, you're always trying to get better. Good opportunity there for Josiah Gray to go out and face a lineup like that. But, yeah, he, he was not successful last night. Not, and A, I would say, probably didn't have his best stuff. B, was trying to overcook it and overdo it and, and be perfect instead of just being himself, which is good enough to get outs at this level. But, yeah, the, the Dodgers punish mistakes, man. You do sleep on. By the way, how good he is as a bowler. 
Josiah Gray? Or Mookie Betts? Mookie Betts. Okay. One of the best bowlers in the land, apparently. They might even have a perfect game to his name, I think. But, yeah, if you look it up, Mookie Betts is like an uh, like a ridiculously good bowler. All right, with that in mind, speaking of bowling, let's do a uh, superlative here. We'll welcome in producer Darius. So what do we got this week? What is our superlative of the week? This week we want to know, which Nationals player do you think would cry at a wedding or to a movie? Ooh, interesting. Most likely National to cry as they watch a sad movie or at a wedding. Because love is romantic, and romanticism leads to tears. Yes, of course. Hmm, that's real interesting. All right, Danny, you get us started. I don't have a good answer here. I also have no evidence. I'm just going to go with the first name that comes to my mind, okay? This is what I'm saying. And again, this is not to besmirch anybody. I don't want this person, if it gets back to them, to be like, yeah, this guy Danny on on Bustin' Loose Baseball thinks you're a wussy or something like that. I have no idea. I feel like Yadiel Hernandez... Where's his emotions on his sleeve? Mm. I feel like Yadiel Hernandez can relate to the struggle as a guy that didn't make it to the bigs until his, his early 30s, right? And now he's fine, fighting the stick. It's always somebody else's turn. All he does is hit his way back in the lineup. He gets the struggle. And anything that reminds him of that struggle, maybe there's a slight weather system in his eyes. Maybe a little bit of a glisten. That's what I'm going with, with zero evidence. I like that, actually. I don't know why, but it feels good. All right. right. I, I mean, I made it up on the spot. Darius. Who's going to cry at a movie or a wedding? I'm going to take the line of where's their emotions on their sleeves from you, Danny, and go with someone that we actually talked to before on the Grant and Danny show. Josh Rogers is someone that I think wears his emotions on his sleeve, and I can see him watching some really good sports movie, and at the end, when they when they overcome all the adversity, I could see Josh Rogers shedding a tear to that. Josh Rogers is my answer. All right. I'm going to make this three random guys in a row for no reason at all. Steve Ciszek is going to cry at a wedding. And my reasoning is he probably has a kid that's about to get married because he's extremely old. He's old, yeah. Um, I I kid because I care. He's actually only one year older than me. He's 35. So he's not that old, but for, you know, just being in this clubhouse, you're one of the few, the proudly 35-year-olds. I'll say Steve Ciszek watches a um, some type of a chick flick, and he and his wife are there. They're just kind of enjoying it. And next thing you know, she looks over and she says, are you crying? And he's like, no. No! Not even a little bit. No. So Steve Ciszek, for no reason at all, most likely to cry. And that's our superlative for the day. Uh, Darius, we always like to read a comment or two from the people that are listening to the podcast, hopefully saying nice things. Uh, What do we got? Oh, man. I got to say, the people have been outstanding. Look at you, folks. Dropping us reviews. Uh, We still are rated a 5 out of 5 on Apple Podcasts. Let's go. Here we we go. We do appreciate that very much. The most numbers you can have. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to read this review here from Sam M. Jr. He says, love G&D. I love the in-depth Nats Talk podcast. Was very sad when DCQP ended. Super excited about Bustin' Loose. Oh, that's a throwback to old DC Quick Pitch. Yeah. What's up, Sam? That's a podcast from a couple years ago. That, Tens uh, of people heard it. We wanted to keep doing it, and we were told that uh, that was not a thing yeah, anymore. Yeah, don't do that anymore. Literally, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> and then I got one more here from Katie in Falls Church. She says, baseball aficionados. I'm already a fan of Grant and Danny's baseball analysis on 106.7. So I was so ecstatic when they started this podcast. So far, so excellent. Thank you, Katie. Katie, your Clap it up for Katie. Katie. Here we go, Katie. Here we go, Here we go Katie. 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 Oh, Katie. Katie. Oh, come on, Fiverr. So thank you, and keep those reviews coming. We love it. Absolutely. 
Uh, what do you always say, Danny? Rate and review. Rate, review, subscribe, yep. share, listen 287 times, or you'll have bad luck with your crush. Yeah, definitely 287 times. That's mm-hmm. how many times you should you listen. Do it. Download and listen all the time, every day, every hour. Uh, we do appreciate it, guys. We will talk to you again really soon with episode number seven early next week. If you guys have a guest you want to hear from or any kind of ideas you'd like us to discuss, please hit us up at Grand H. Paulson at Funny Danny. And we're always looking for ideas for the pod, so that would be fun. For now, so long from your crew here at Bustin' Loose Baseball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.